diet and exercise, a few pieces of dark chocolate every day, a daily glass of red wine, regular naps. Some say these things are the secrets to living a long life. But what about making sure your retirement savings will last as long as you need it? That's our topic today. Thanks for joining us on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. Zach is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. He is author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. And Zach, I like those secrets to living a long life. Dark chocolate, red wine, naps. Sign me up, right? Amen to that. I am in, especially on the napping side with a young family and a few more on the way. uh, I'll take as many as you can give me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I I pulled these things from an article that I found. It was from goodhousekeeping.com. And if you click through it, a couple other of the secrets to living a long life that some of these people entered in, um, I believe bacon made the list and whiskey made the list. So those might be more up your alley than red wine and dark chocolate. Just had some bacon this morning. I feel like I'm going to grow older just speaking with you, Jen. So I'm excited about that too. But, you know, I think that this is a key piece of the puzzle when we start to look at someone's retirement plan, Mm because it goes without saying, we're just living longer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and so as we talk about living longer and we talk about uh, how this needs to be approached from a financial planning aspect, why do we use words like risk and threat when we talk about living a long life? Well, I think that the big answer there is, is just the fact that we are statistically going to go a little further into our retirement years. And I mean that, you know, actuarially we're living longer. And I think it goes without saying that that can be a risk for some folks because we want to make sure to not outlive our money. It's the number one fear that I really feel that most retirees have. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the number one thing that someone wants to get clarity on when they sit down and go through our financial roadmap process. And it doesn't matter if they're texting or calling into the radio show. And it doesn't matter if they're maybe seeing us speak at a, a local library or college, or maybe it's even a dinner workshop that we're hosting it doesn't matter where we're at. It can be right here, you know, in central Illinois, or if I'm speaking with some colleagues that might be a little bit further out uh, towards the coast, everyone has some of those same questions and concerns. It's, are we going to have enough? And we really need to know that going into retirement. Talk about why longevity, living a long life, why this has become such a major concern in recent years. It doesn't seem like longevity was a big concern when people were retiring 20 years ago. Obviously, the numbers are are stretching longer. We are projected to live longer. And I often bring it back to an example that I wrote about in my book, one of which is Social Security. And when Social Security first started, Jen, you know, that was back in the late 30s. Do you have any idea how long we were living on average, just out of curiosity? In the late 1930s? um, I don't know. I'd say almost 70 years old. Not quite. You're you're close. close. Within a decade, we, we'd probably be about 62 or 63, oh. depending on what you would read. Now, the reason I tie it to Social Security is, do you happen to know how old you had to be to get Social Security back then? Well, that I think you needed to be 65, right? That is correct. You had to be 65. So the joke goes to say, well, you had to be 65. And Jen, were we really even getting to that point in our life? We weren't. Right. The averages Not that often. were that Yeah. You know, so Social Security was in pretty good shape when it first started, because, heck, even if you did get to 65, you maybe got Social Security for a few years and then it just was over. Now, if we fast forward to today, 
you know, we can get social security as early as 62. And if we do get to that point in our life, statistically, we're going to go about 19 years more. So once you get past all the, the wild things that can happen along the way, if you get to that retiree stage of your life, there's a pretty good chance that we're going to have at least a few decades at that age. And I think that that kind of shows the story, though I reference Social Security, I think it's important for us to understand that, wow, this is, this is exciting and this is great. And this means that we get to spend more time with our grandchildren and, and maybe we get to have some more of those retirement years. But by golly, we need to make sure that we're planning for it as we get close to retirement or we get into those retirement years without question. Zach, for the people who come in to meet with you, how many years do you encourage them to go ahead and plan for in retirement? You know, everyone's scenario is unique here, but we definitely project this out to the late 90s or even that that triple figure of 100. And that's what we run every one of our analysis tools to. So we want to make sure that whether we're using something like InStream, which I think is one of the you know, most cutting edge software programs on the market. It's kind of a Monte Carlo type of software that really is developed for one specific situation. Or whether we're just using something like a retirement analyzer, as we start to project out how long someone's money is going to last, we want to make sure to see that that money is going to last to hopefully at least an expected lifetime. And past that point, we're really stretching to try to get that money to, to go even further. Because income is really one of the biggest things that we have to look at. And not only looking at is uh, maybe a household, right? Especially for a married couple. We want to look at this in terms of what happens if something happens to your spouse. We really want to start to play out all the scenarios that could happen. And we want to make sure that that retirement income is there as long as we need it. So, you know, when you go to prepare for, say, a grocery trip or, or whether you're looking to maybe plan a, a vacation, I think that, you know, checking all these boxes of the what ifs, that's important to me. And um, we've actually put together a checklist here for retirement income. So if you're listening today and you've been thinking, you know, I want to really get maybe some more clarity on making sure that I get all these important considerations right. If you want to really kind of check where you're at and, and if, if that's really where you should be, you want to get a copy of this complimentary checklist. Zach, as we talk about longevity and our money needing to last a long time, is it possible to save enough during our working years so it will last as long as we need it in retirement? Yeah, you know, and we need to really start to take a look at this as soon as possible, you know, and I know that it's easy to procrastinate and as humans, we are procrastinators, right? I don't know about you, Jen, but I am. I guess oh, I'll I do it. it. <laughs> yep. It's like, we're going to get to that and um, we'll start saving next year. That's my, you know, New Year's resolution. I'm going to start with that. And, you know, what I will say is, is obviously sooner the better. And as we start to plan, we want to do so during our working years because we do want to make sure that that paycheck shows up throughout all of those years. And it really gives us that peace of mind that, you know, we, we can retire. You know, we, we have started to plug in, you know, maybe how the pension looks. We have started to plug in how the social security is going to play out and maybe how to get as much out of that as possible. And then we have to start to look to say, are we saving enough during those working years to, to make sure that it lasts the entire retirement? We don't want to have five years of happiness or 10 years of certainty. We want to make sure that that's going to last 15, 20, 30 plus years for our retirement years. And 
We just got to make sure that we've got enough gas in the tank and that we've really started to build a portfolio that is maybe tailored more towards income as well. You know, many of, of those listening today, Jen, have probably heard some of our shows in the past, though I know that we're opening up this show to, to several other markets. And what I would say, if you haven't you know, picked up a copy of my book, you can find it on Amazon or you can get in touch with us and we can get you a copy of that. But a story that's touched on there is my grandmother's story. And it really is the fact that she retired around the turn of the century. And then she was in a scenario where the markets turned in a big, big way. Uh, Jen, you might remember the the tech burst of the early sure. 2000s. There. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, this dot-com bubble, you know, it really caused the market to trend in a downward way. And that being said, you know, she lost a lot of, of her investments, but her problem was that she was using some of those investments at the same time. And I think that that goes without saying to make sure that we're saving enough. I mean, that goes without question. We got to make sure that we're going to have enough to make it. And, and we can start to answer a lot of those questions, but also let's make sure that we understand how those savings are built. You know, let's make sure that we understand what that portfolio really looks like. Let's understand risk. Let's let's really make sure that we wrap our arms around that because, you know, a market correction, it's it's overdue. You know, it's it should be here. And so we have to make sure that if you're getting close to retirement, we got to understand how that looks for you. Is it true, Zach, that the strategies we use to manage our savings in retirement are actually more important than the dollar amount we've saved? Is is that another way to look at this? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that just led right into what I was just talking about there, Jen. And I think it goes without saying that maybe how we manage those savings, you know, can be important really than the dollar amount, you know, because sequence of return risk can really hit hard right now if you're at that point of retirement. In the case that the markets maybe trend in a little bit downward fashion and that you also need to use some of that money, well, now we're back to a scenario where we're really capitalizing on a lot of those losses. So I'm not saying that it's much more great than making sure that we've saved enough. We have to make sure that we've planned for that. But then we have to make sure that the strategies that we're using to manage our savings Sometimes that's just as important because oftentimes if I said, you know, Jen, think about your parents and if I, um, you know, doubled their money, if I doubled their wealth, you know, would mm -hmm. that make them happy? Of course. Yeah. It goes without saying. Now, would that change their world forever? Now, I don't know your folks and um, you might not know that scenario or the answers to that all that well either. But for most people, though, it would make them happy. I don't necessarily know that it would change their world forever, meaning okay. that they'd go buy a private jet and, you know, a house <laughs> in the Hamptons, you know, that they right. could fly to. It just doesn't work that way for most of those that are working with myself and my team or really that are maybe hearing today's radio show. But now, if you thought back to your folks and I lost half of their money, mm. would that give them kind of a, a heartache or would that give them a stomach ache? It, yeah, Absolutely. Well, that goes without saying, you know, because that is kind of the blue collar person that we work with. That is the person that's been saving where they can over all these years. And that's why I say that the amount is very important, but that losing half of their portfolio, that could change their life forever. I mean, there's no doubt it would make, make us happy if that dollar amount was substantially larger, if we could wave the magic wand. But it goes without saying that if we lost half of it, that's what could really impact 
the retirement years and understanding market corrections and really how to look at managing our savings in retirement is extremely important because most of us will never forget something like a 2008. I mean, how, how could you do that? You can't forget that volatility, especially if you had something you know, saved in the market. And many folks will say, well, I, I closed my eyes and I got through that just fine. I just stayed in the market. But now we're a decade later. Now we're a decade older. And so we have to start to understand how are we handling those dollars? How are we managing those? And to understand market corrections a little bit better, my team's put together a complimentary report. It's about the markets. It's about understanding your savings. And all you have to do is text the word market to 815-918-4185. You'll get that complimentary copy right now. You won't get bugged by us. You just get that report and you'll have the opportunity to maybe dig into how this could affect your savings. So text the word market to 815-918-4185. Get that report and make sure that you understand how your savings portfolio looks. It could be maybe more important than the amount of dollars that you have saved. So text the word market to 815-918-4185. Talking today with Zach Gray of Wall Street Financial Group. The good news is we're living longer than any generation before us. The bad news is we're living longer than any generation before us. We'll explain that coming up next. When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? Retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your everyday can be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your everyday can be Saturday advisor, Zach Gray, right now at 815-918-4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day of the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC. Thanks for joining us today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am Jen Rezac, and I'm pleased to be here today alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. WallStreetFinancialGroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. You might think it's not likely that you'll live into your 90s or beyond, But we're seeing more people reach age 100, and the number of centenarians is projected to continue to rise. Now, more years on this earth means more years in retirement, which means more years of figuring out how to pay the bills. Zach, let's talk about how you create a budget so you can do what you want to do in the early years of retirement, but still know there will be enough left over to cover expenses such as health care in your later years of retirement. Yeah, it's, it's wild that you open up with that statement, Jen, because I just read a report here that said that there's over a half a million, I think, of us that have hit the age of 100. And wow. that number is set to go up to like three, four million here within the next handful of decades. Now hmm. I get it. You know, I think the projection was by uh, 2050, but 
still, I mean, it, it goes without saying we're living much longer. So I think the first thing you have to do is to really understand how much are you going to need to be happy. And as a part of our financial roadmap process, we often ask folks, what's the budget? I mean, Jen, it's all about what's in your purse or maybe what's in your husband's wallet, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think as you look to go into the future, we have to plug in, what does that number look like? Maybe today, what's it projected to look like in retirement? Maybe let's include these bucket list items like, you know, you mentioned early years of retirement. We want to do this travel. We want to do these things. But we need to make sure that there's enough left over in the end to take care of things like healthcare costs. And that list really kind of goes on. So, you know, I think that it's important that we have to understand what do you need to be happy? We then have to plug in inflation. We have to make sure that that money is going to be able to grow fast enough to outpace that inflation. And we have to make sure that we've planned in kind of this worst case scenario as we go forward. And really, that's what we do in our financial roadmap process. We want to make sure that, hey, we can do all the fun stuff early. We want to make sure that we're going to have enough money later on. We want to make sure not to outlive our our income or outlive Mm -hmm. our savings. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Let's talk about some ways we can maximize what we have so we don't outlive our savings. Things like your social security benefits, Zach, what can we do to make sure we're making the most out of those benefits? Well, it's always a hot topic, Jen, when you start to think about retirement. Social security has always been something that's been intriguing to folks that are getting into that stage of their life. And I will say that, you know, as you start to look at social security, it's a lot like a pension right? You're going to get it while you're here. You are not when you're passed away. So you have to figure out, is there some ways that we can squeeze more out of it? Now, many folks have been told they should wait. Now, for a lot of folks, that's the right answer. And the software would say the same. However, I will say that, you know, we're quite different there at times when we know that maybe that social security check is the ticket to freedom as I like to say. It's the, it's the way out. It's, it's the way for someone to pay their bills. And I think that you, know, you have to look to say, okay, what is my plan for Social Security? And how is that going to impact me if I decide to take it earlier or if I decide to take it later? Now, it goes without saying, the later that we take it, the bigger the paycheck is. Now, you don't want to wait until after 70. That roll-up stops at the age of 70. But if we're going to live a long, long time, eh, there's a strong argument that we should do it in that manner. But if we knew that we were going to pass away at, say, 65, Jen, we should have taken it at 62. What other options are out there, Zach, if we're looking to generate income in retirement? So we, we want to make sure we're making the right decisions with Social Security. But what else is out there? Well, Pensions, number one. Now, that is kind of going the way of the dinosaur. They're about extinct, right? Especially for those in private sector. You know, it's really not that many of us that have pensions available to us anymore. And as you start to think about maybe other cash flows, you can, uh, you know, you can create your own pension cash flow. You could do so in the form of an annuity Mm -hmm. if you like. Now, I think, you know, there's good annuities, there's bad annuities. I think that you have to understand what you're buying and you have to make sure that it's the right type of product for you. But annuities can be an awesome way to provide guarantees of principal. I mean, they can get interest credited to them. They can be guaranteeing income for all of someone's life and heck, even someone, someone's spouse. You could do it jointly, you know, for that matter. So understanding how that looks. Now, I tend to like fixed indexed annuities, and many of those have 
a uh, guaranteed income rider to them. So I think that as you start to look at these different types of products, make sure you understand them. And actually um, on that topic, we've actually put together a report that is really, I think, encompassing of what annuities are and really the different types, if you will, that might exist. Now, an FIA is a fixed indexed annuity. It's probably the one that we like the best. I'm not saying it's the right answer for everybody, but if you want to get a little bit more information about annuities, you can text ABC to 815-918-4185. You'll get a complimentary report. And once again, there's no obligation. There's no catch. There's no cost to it. It's a simple text message away to maybe get a little more clarity. We call it the ABCs of fixed indexed annuities. So that's why we say text ABC to 815-918-4185. Get that complimentary report and see if that can be a fit for you because many times social security is not enough. And with pensions being fewer and fewer, maybe creating your own, maybe it can make some sense. So text ABC to 815-918-4185. Zach, are there any tools available that could help us potentially grow some of our savings? If we're going to live a long time, we might want to grow that a little bit. But can we do that without putting it all at risk in the market? Most definitely. So I think that this is key to someone's success in retirement. I'm not saying that we need to take all of our money and put it under the mattress. It can't be all conservative viewpoint. But I think a significant part of someone's portfolio should be. There's actually uh, kind of this well-known rule. It's called the rule of 100. Jen, have you ever heard of this before? I've heard of it, but I'm not sure that I could cite it back to you. (laughs) Okay. So it goes a little something like this. It's um, basically take 100, subtract your age. So let's say you're 50. And so you take 100 minus 50, obviously equates to be 50. And that's the amount of money you should have invested in the market. So I'm not saying that it's always perfect because if someone has a pension that's big enough to take care of their retirement, then maybe they could have much more invested in the marketplace, but it's a good rule of thumb. Now, that being said, where to go with the other 50%? Well, you could go to things like bank CDs they are safe. Um, They're not really performing all that well, but they are safe. Uh, Bond portfolios seem to give us kind of an interesting... um, I guess a uh, curveball, if mm-hmm. you will, because you know as interest rates go up, those performances seem to go down, and um, it's important for someone to understand that there's an inverse relationship there. When interest rates go up, bond markets tend to slip in a downward fashion. It's just once again economics. So the question is, is you know, out of sight of you know money markets or bank CDs. And maybe bonds, maybe not necessarily being the best fit, especially if we're going to keep kicking interest rates up a little bit. Maybe we have to look outside that space. And that's where another place that annuities can play a fit. Now, once again, not saying that it's a fit for everyone, but I think it can definitely be a great bond alternative. It can give you guarantees. And, you know, you can make sure that if the market does fail, that your money stays, you know, at least safe, you know, at least doesn't lose value. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's very important going forward. You have to understand where can I put some of my savings, go back to that rule of 100 and you might want to explore, you know, a place like an annuity. Now, once again, they're not all created equal. You have to understand all the detail, but it's something that can be a good fit. 
Zach, how do you know which financial tools are going to make the most sense for your family situation? How, how do we know what, what is the right fit? Well, everyone's scenario is unique. I mean, you can't really give a cookie cutter answer to that because everyone's position is going to be a little bit different. But what I will say is, is that you need to make sure that you've stepped through where your income is going to come from. You have to have a written income plan for your retirement years. Without it, it's just like heading off into the abyss. You just don't know where you're going. And a lot of times we don't know how a lot of these things are going to work together you know, something like uh, an old 401k and how does that work with my pension and how does that compare with my social security and how can all these things mesh? How can they all come together? And that's why I think that our financial roadmap process is kind of the cornerstone of what we do because we first understand how does someone's income look? We secondly follow that up with how does someone's investments feel, right? I mean, is that portfolio built the right way? And is it really you know, supporting the income plan? You know, is it supporting that written income plan? And then we have to start to look at taxes. And finally, ironically, we have to look at longevity. That's kind of the fourth pillar of what we talk about in that particular process. And what I will say for those that might be thirsting for some of that knowledge, I am willing to give of my time and step you through that. Um, it'll be very easy. Doesn't matter if you're kind of in our Bloomington or Champaign market hearing this, or whether you're a little bit further north in the Bourbon A or Orland Park, you know, arena, you know, you can simply text the word visit to 815-918-4185. And when you do so, Mary on my team, she's my director of first impressions. She's going to reach out to you. She's going to get you on my calendar and she's really going to make sure that she helps facilitate a good meeting, you know, in a good way for us to really digest how your picture looks what your goals are, what your dreams are, and really see if we can give you some ideas to better help with that, to, to kind of shine some light on some strategies that can really help. So text the word VISIT to 815-918-4185, and you'll be able to step through that financial roadmap process and, and really see what we're talking about here. So once again, text the word VISIT to 815-918-4185. Talking today with Zach Gray of Wall Street Financial Group. I am Jen Rezac alongside. We're discussing longevity today, living to age 90 or 100. That's a pretty big deal. Could even earn you a free birthday dessert at your favorite restaurant. But it's not going to get you out of paying taxes. And taxes could be one of your biggest expenses in retirement. That's coming up next. Who will be your ally in your retirement years? You've heard Zach Gray share important information about making plans for your retirement. Zach and his team at Wall Street Financial Group know that in retirement, it's about more than just the money. It's about your total financial health. There are many financial advisors to choose from, but how many of them take a holistic approach to retirement planning? Zach Gray and the Wall Street Financial Group team have helped hundreds of people plan for retirement. They want to be your ally for the rest of your life. No more guessing with Wall Street Financial Group. You'll have a plan and an advisor throughout your retirement years. Call Wall Street Financial Group today at 815-918-4185 and make an appointment to start planning for your retirement. That number again, 815-918-4185. Call right now. You deserve to have that ally in retirement that you need. Call now at 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC. 
Thanks for joining us today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am Jen Rezac, pleased to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. WallStreetFinancialGroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Today we're talking about longevity. Living to age 90 or 100 is a pretty big deal. It could even earn you a free birthday dessert at your favorite restaurant. Sometimes you still even make the news if you reach a certain age, if you get to age 100. But it's not going to get you out of paying taxes. And that's something we really have to think about as we head into retirement. So, Zach, tell me, are our taxes likely to be higher or lower in retirement? (laughs) Well, that's a loaded question. (laughs) You know, for many of us, you know, we might have seen an income that be substantially higher than what we're going to expect in retirement. So it goes without saying, well, maybe, you know, maybe taxes do go down, right? Now, on the flip side of that coin, most folks that we work with, they basically say, you know, I think I could take a little bit of a tax or a little bit of a pay cut rather. And and maybe that does drop my tax just a little bit. But for most of us, we have to make about the same amount of money in retirement to be happy, right? To, to pay all the bills and do all the things that we want to do. And it goes without saying, once again, many folks, you know, have substantially more money during their earning years. But during those earning years, you know, they might have things like deductions that we might not see in re- in retirement. And that really starts to add up as we start to look at that picture. For example, um, Jen, I know you have a few kiddos at home. Um, mm-hmm. You actually kind of get a, a double whammy with them. You get a credit and an exemption. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I'm it's helpful yep. come tax time. Now, I'm not for sure that that takes care of the cost of children. <laughs> it doesn't fully <laughs> offset it, no. It's not really an <laughs> offset. Um, love those guys to death. But, you know, I guess the joke is, is that, you know, Jen, even if they come back to the house and they're living in your basement while you're retired, you know, they're just stealing more food from the fridge. You're no right. longer getting the <laughs> credit or the exception. Right. And, you know, is you know, as you even look at other things, right? I mean, you know, sometimes I'll say, what else did you get a tax deduction for? And, uh, well, Jen, let me just play along with you. What, what else would you maybe get a tax deduction for on your 1040? Does it have anything to do with like your mortgage or anything like that? Does that fall under that yeah. area? That's a good answer, right? Okay. So mortgage interest, we can, we can typically use that as a deduction. The question is, is, you know, Jen, do you want to have a massive mortgage in your retirement years? No, I mean, probably not, but it's, it's something that's there, but... Right. It it could happen. But, you know, usually folks are sitting down and, you know, going through our little financial roadmap process and they're saying, you know, as soon as I get that house paid off, then I'm good. Right. Then I don't have to worry about then I can retire, you know. And so where I'm going with this is, is that even if we have more income in our working years, which for most folks, as mentioned, you know, we might be able to take a little bit of a step back, but we're usually within striking distance of what we made. The question is, is what other deductions and things of that nature are we losing in our retirement years? And we kind of had fun with a few here, but Jen, I think you see where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Right. So so let's talk about how you can help clients who maybe they've thought a little bit about this. Maybe they have some pre-tax dollars saved for retirement. They're not sure the best ways to tap into those accounts, or they're just not sure how to start taking money out of their accounts with taxes in mind. How do you help them figure that out? 
Well, I do break down the types of savings that we have into really kind of three categories, one of which is, is a taxable account. I tend to think of that as like a bank account, right? It's uh, something you're going to get a 1099 on each and every single year, something that be maybe more pre-taxed or tax deferred. And those would be dollars that maybe we deducted from our income while we were working, something into like a 401k or something of that nature. And then we're going to get taxed on the way out or something more, say, tax advantaged or tax free in nature. And that would be something a little bit more along the lines of like a Roth IRA or even a Roth 401k. Some, some life insurance could even fall into that bucket. But my point here is, is that when you think about these three types of money, you got to be really strategic with how you tap into them. You don't want to dive into just one bucket and maybe liquidate that bucket first and move on to the second bucket next. You have to be calculated in your thought process about how to draw these down, as well as the fact that maybe it's not even to spend the money. Maybe it's just to convert the money, right? Because we can do Roth conversions now totally uncapped. Back in 2010, they changed that and it allows us to get money that's in this kind of going to be taxed, actually forever taxed, right? Because it doesn't matter if you pass away that money when you pass it on to your beneficiary, it'll be taxed for that person or persons to something maybe never taxed again, something like a Roth, for example. So you need to be very strategic about where you're pulling the money from. You got to have a game plan on, you know, what's the most efficient way for me to play these cards? And that's a real key piece because it's not about how much money you have, Jen. It's really about how much you actually get to to haul home and use. Right. So, so how can we avoid overpaying taxes in retirement? Well, I think that the first answer there is, is to have a strategy. When we start to look at our financial roadmap process, it's important for folks to understand that it's really four parts. It's income, where you're going to get that money, where you're going to get the paycheck. Secondly, investments. You know, you obviously have saved some money typically by that point in your life. The next one is tax efficiency, right? So we are developing a tax strategy for those that come into our office or become our client. And then the last one is is longevity or more estate planning. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. But I think it's important for folks to understand that once again, it's not about how much money you have. It's about how much you actually get to, to haul home with you. And I think that that goes without saying, but most folks don't think of it that way. And Tax strategies in retirement is something that I think we have to think about now. I believe that taxes are on sale. So if you're hearing this today and you say to yourself, you know, I haven't really thought about that. Most of my money is still sitting in an old 401k or most of my money is in an IRA. We have to understand, can we become a little more tax efficient? Am I overpaying, you know, and not maybe keeping as much of my hard-earned money as I could. And I think that we can help answer that question in one way that we can is by a completely complimentary report. That report is based around tax strategies to really help yourself. And and that's what my team has put together is a tax report. And it's as simple as texting the word tax, T-A-X, to 815-918-4185 to get that report. It'll really start to uncover some ways that you can hold on to more of your money. You can squeeze a little bit more out of it because you deserve to know what's at stake as we start to think about taxes in your retirement years. It's all about how much you get to actually use. So text the word tax to 815-918-4185. One more time, that's text tax, T-A-X, 
to 815-918-4185. Zach, what are some financial tools to consider if we want to leave a legacy behind? That's important to us to do that, but we don't want taxes to take a major bite out of what we're leaving them. Well, life insurance can play really well here. Now, I know I already touched on that earlier today, kind of that what happens if something happens to the breadwinner or what happens if something just happens, period. It doesn't have to be someone that's the quote unquote breadwinner. But in this particular case, it can be a great way to pass on money tax-free and really leverage those dollars as well. So we work with a lot of our clients to understand what do they want out of the money. And if the answer is, is that they're probably not going to use it, if the answer is, is that, you know what, they just want to make as big of an impact for maybe their kids or grandkids, maybe it's a church or charity, life insurance is something to start to understand. Now, you want to make sure that you build it the right way. You want to make sure that you're, you're you know, tailoring it to a specific need. You need to know, do we still want access to cash values or don't we? How do we want things to look as far as drawing money out. We want to make sure that it's not considered to be a modified endowment contract or, or something we call a MAC. There's a lot of moving parts here, but what I would say is, is it can be an awesome way to stretch that money significantly further because if we put a little bit of money in, many times we can get a lot more money out. I mean, that's what life insurance is, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, yes, it goes without saying it might be a little less expensive the younger that we are, you know, someone that's 20 years old could likely buy a lot more life insurance for, for lesser money than what we could in comparison with a retiree. But it's a great way to pass on a legacy. It's a great way for us to make a massive impact. And it's another way that you need to really look at your retirement plan of saying, you know, what do I really want it to do? And I think that, you know, it's one of the top issues that we see in retirement is to understand, you know, do we have enough then how can we hold on to as much of our hard-earned money as possible? Hence, we've been talking about taxes. And really, what do we want that money to do for us? And in retirement, there's not a next time. So there's a lot of obstacles, but the ones that we're talking about in this segment, they can make retiring difficult. I mean, there's low interest rates out there. There's ever-changing landscape when it comes to healthcare costs. You know, there's the markets are a little volatile right now. You know, in taxes, they, I think, will be changing. So if you haven't started to dive into that, please text us the word retirement. I will give you a complimentary guide to really five big pieces of the retirement planning process, five big issues for you to consider. And it's as simple as sending a text message. All you have to do is text the word retirement to 815-918-4185. That's retirement to 815-918-4185. And in this complimentary report, my team and I have put together some, some real insight to some of these different obstacles, one of which is taxes. And you have to make sure to get as much out of there as possible. So text the word retirement to 815-918-4185. There are about a half a million people age 100 or older living in the world today. That number is expected to grow to 3.7 million by the year 2050. Will your retirement savings last until your 100th birthday if you turn out to be one of those who reaches 100? We'll talk about that coming up next. When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? Retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. 
Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your everyday can be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your Everyday Can Be Saturday advisor, Zach Gray, right now at 815-918-4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day of the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC. Thanks for joining us today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. Zach is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. He's an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. And I am Jen Rizak alongside WallStreetFinancialGroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Today, we're talking about longevity. There are about a half a million people age 100 or older living in the world today, and that number is expected to grow to 3.7 million by the year 2050. The question is, will your retirement savings last until your 100th birthday if you turn out to be one of those 3.7 million people? Zach, how many people you work with are actually planning to live to 100, and should more people be prepared for that possibility? Well, the answer that we get many times is there's no way, Zach, it just isn't going to happen. But then as we prod a little further with our client base, they will start to uncover the fact that, you know, my, my aunt, you know, she's 98 years old or, Mm -hmm. you know, some folks will say, yeah, my, you know, my mother did make it to be 102. And what it's really starting to shine the light on is that it can happen right? Mm -hmm. And um, it goes without saying that it's a, it is a possibility. Now, is it a strong possibility? Maybe more for others than, you know, some that we might find, but I just will say that people should start to look at that and then start to prepare for that possibility. And once again, it's why we build our income plans to make sure that we hit the age of 100. I, I think it's important for folks to really digest the fact that there's a good chance that we can live into our 90s or hit those triple digits. And so you need to start to prepare. Zach, how much of an impact would inflation have on our retirement income if we end up living a long life? Well, you know, inflation is kind of that that silent assassin, right? When it comes to our income, it just kind of starts to eat away at it. And, and many folks don't plan for that. They look to say, you know what, by the time that I factor in social security and I've got my pension and I got a little bit of, of retirement savings, by the time that I put those those things together, everything's going to be fine. We kind of considered that the, the three-legged stool approach, right? You had a pension from the workplace, you had social security, and maybe you had a little bit of your savings. Mm-hmm. But as you start to look at maybe most of those pensions being fixed, which they are, right? So once you tap into them, they don't ever go up again. Most pensions are that way. By the time you look at social security and understand that a cost of living adjustment averages over the last decade, somewhere around one and a third percent. And by the time that you look at, you know, taxes potentially being on the rise and also including this thing called inflation, it goes without saying that we might have to spend some more of our investable assets that much quicker. And, you know, inflation is one of those things that we just sometimes don't see, you know, sometimes it's tough to really kind of navigate, but 
I always tell people, think back to that first car or think back to, to flipping through those big catalogs you might've got around Christmas time, right? Mm-hmm. Look back to those prices. My mom's kind of an antique buff and uh, she has a little antique store they call the Danforth Divas. Uh, so my mom's a diva, Jen. But uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, we go through there and a lot of times they'll still have a dollar figure on a, you know, seed bag, or they might have something that was, you know, this old price sheet, if you will. Right. And I'm always amazed to look to say, wow, you know, you could have bought a burger for 15 cents, you know, <laughs> wow. or, you know, that, you know, it's, it's amazing first off that you would buy your flour in a, you know, an actual like a sack a made of material, sack, right. Yeah. You know, so, and, and then it would have stamped on there in terms of cents, right? How much that, that entire, you know, sack would cost you uh, of that particular good. And I think that, you know, those things are, are kind of the eye opener for me when I kind of sift through her little shop there, but it goes without saying that we're, we're far from that right today. I don't think that you're even going to be buying ketchup packets for 10 cents, you know, or, or let alone a burger, right? So now that'd be extreme, but I think everyone gets my gist here. They understand where I'm coming from. We have to make sure that we understand that it's going to cost a lot more into the future for us to live the exact same life as what we do today. So, Zach, and that's such a great example of what inflation has done to the cost of things over the years. How do we build enough growth into our plan so our money can weather some of these risks like inflation or taxes or higher health care costs? Well, you know, two thoughts there. Number one, kind of breaking up our investments in terms of something maybe a little lower risk, maybe something that's a little bit more kind of middle of the road, if you want to call it that, and something that maybe be taking higher risk. And I know that that sounds very foundational to our listeners today, but it is important for folks to understand that, you know, in the case that the markets aren't doing so well, like they weren't doing so well at the end of 2018, maybe we need to pivot and go to something that be a little bit more safe when it comes to our investments. Maybe we need to go to something that isn't going to lose when we pull that money out. That's what we consider to be sequence of return risk. That helps a lot with inflation because it gives time for our more aggressively invested assets to grow over time, right? For them to go up. And and obviously time is crucial to them. Now, in the case that the markets are doing really well, if we can just take some cream off the top of those, say, more stock or equity-based investments, and life's good. But we have to maybe start to divvy out how our money's invested. And we don't want to become too safe because, you know, I come from a pretty conservative background. We're right here in central Illinois. It's a pretty conservative area. And when we start to visit with folks, many times people have taken near all risk off the table. We can't do that. We still have to have something that can have a little bit of the ups and downs of the stock market. It has to be built the right way. And that's why I say this isn't a cookie cutter approach for anyone, but we really have to understand how do things look going forward? And I think understanding that is very, very critical to understanding how we can be happy in retirement, how we can make sure to do all the things that we want to do. And I think it goes without saying that it is something we have to look at is to make sure that we offset inflation. And many of our workshops are really tailored around that, and some of which will be at more of a, a junior college setting, some of them actually at the university, like the University of Illinois, for example. And some of them be more of a dinner format, right, where we might invite folks in. And if you really want to get some more clarity, if you want to sit down and and really hear us in a live format talk about some of these things, I would suggest you text the word INVITE 
to 815-918-4185 because it's a great way for you to learn in more detail. You know, a lot of these education settings, we can really dive in with further, you know, detail than what we can just, Jen, with us here being kind of on this hour long show together. And so I really invite folks to to uh, sit in. You know, we would love to have you in the crowd. We would love to enlighten a little bit more. And once again, it's no sales pitch. This is no uh, presentation that you would see in a in a timeshare. This is just simply a way for you to learn a little bit more. And we would love to have you in the seats. So text the word invite to 815-918-4185. Mary will get you on one of our lists. She'll make sure that you get that invitation and maybe you can learn a little bit more. So text the word invite to 815-918-4185. What are some other tools or some other strategies that we might think about if this is something that we're concerned about? Well, there is a lot of different ways that you can go about that today. It's not just traditional long-term care insurance. You can you can have life insurance with an accelerated benefit on there that really allows you to, to leverage those dollars in two ways. If something happens to you, well, it's a tax-free benefit to your beneficiaries. Maybe that's a spouse or maybe that's just making a big impact for the kids or for the grandkids. But it also is a way that if something happens while you're still alive and you need that long-term care, you, you can be in a position that you know, you can use those dollars up. So if you had a half a million dollar death benefit and you didn't pass away, maybe you needed that long-term care coverage, it allows you to use that half a million while you're still alive. And I think that's a great way. Now you can also look at other uh, annuity type products. Once again, we talked about that earlier today in the show where you can get guaranteed income. Many times you can get that income to more than double, you know, as you start to look at needing it for long-term care. So a lot of different ways you can go about it what I will say is, is just don't turn a, a, you know, a blind eye to it. You know, my, my grandfather on my mom's side, so Grandpa Roger, you know, he's one of my biggest role models. To be honest with you, you know, he got dealt some curveballs here a little later in his life that he didn't see coming. Hmm. You know, he had a lot of kind of ups and downs along the way. Uh, as soon as my, my mother was born, um, they actually diagnosed my grandmother with cancer and she died a few years later and my, my grandpa remarried. And, and he did so to Grandma Marilyn. She, I guess, technically is my step-grandmother, but, you know, we called her Grandma Marilyn. She has Parkinson's disease. She's had it in, in a very, I guess, uh, big way uh, for, for several years. It's been something that's not just a minor case. At a certain point, you know, just got to a position where he couldn't take care of her anymore. And he had to start using the the nursing home in town to to assist him with that care. Now, the good news is, is it's right across the road from where he lives. It's uh, it's a great facility, but the bad news is is that it's very very expensive. So if you haven't started to plan for that, and he didn't think about it, you know, Jen, he was in, in his fifties. He wasn't old by any stretch, but he just didn't think about it. It wasn't the markets that took all of his money. It wasn't spending that took all of his money. It was an unknown of healthcare, and for many of us, it, it can be one of those devastating blows. So. I really think that you have to start to look at long-term care as maybe one of those big holes in the bucket as you go forward. And if you haven't started to think about that, you really need to, right? It is one of those top retirement issues that we see is that everyone feels everything's good until a spouse passes away, which that's a, you know, what if, but obviously one of the social securities would pass away. Taxes tend to increase because we're, we're back to an individual type of taxpayer status, but many folks don't think about how much it really could cost if we need a you know a big long-term care type of stay. Now, Grandma Marilyn's scenario is unique. I mean, it's been over a decade. It's well over a million dollars. 
I don't wish that upon anybody. And, and that's very rare. But even if it's only for a year or two, you know, especially if you have a spouse at home, because Medicaid is only going to step in when, you know, the household is really broke. I mean, and I'm talking dead broke here. So you have to understand how can that affect me? And it's really kind of one of the things that's the, the reason I'm here today and I'm involved in this business is because of my grandparents. Now, my grandpa, it's because of long-term care. And I think as you start to look forward, it's kind of that fourth and final pillar to what we talk about. You know, our financial roadmap is, you know, income, investments, taxes, and then kind of this longevity planning. And then we kind of wrap together estate planning and healthcare planning in that one because it's kind of this catch-all. But I think it's so important that people take a look at that. And if you want to step through that financial roadmap process, hey, we'd love to have you into the office. It doesn't matter if you're listening in Bloomington or Champaign, whether it's Bourbon A or Orland Park, we would love to have you come on in. You know, Mary will get you on my calendar. And it's as simple as texting the word visit to 815-918-4185. It's a simple text message. If you text the word visit to 815-918-4185, Mary's going to reach out to you. She's a great gal. She's going to get you on our calendar. She's going to send you a little information to kind of prepare for that visit. She'll be the one welcoming you there, getting you a fresh cup of coffee and, you know, maybe seeing if you want anything else off the menu that we have there. But I think it's important that, you know, folks really take this seriously and look at all pieces of that. And as we've talked about, you know, these things today, what is the chance that we could hit 100? It's decent. Those odds are growing. And we have to start to build a plan that's best for that. So to step through that financial roadmap process one last time, just text the word VISIT to 815-918-4185. We would love to have you in. You've been listening to Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I'm Jen Rezac alongside Zach. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here this week. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Zach. And we hope you have a great week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC. Wall Street Financial Group, Inc. and AE Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Wall Street Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Wall Street Financial Group.